You are listening to Armor the Home podcast, where we equip you to put on the spiritual armor to fight the battles against our homes. It is time to armor up. Well, hey, everyone. This is Armor the Home podcast. I am your host, Jessica Unger, and my co-host, Heather Davis. She will be joining us in our next episodes, so stay tuned. But we are so excited for the release of this podcast in the new year. Happy New Year, everyone. 2024, it's here. Yeah, the Lord, he put it on our hearts for a while now to start this podcast. And just after much prayer and consideration and then finally confirmation, we just knew that we were supposed to do this out of obedience. So I am excited because it's finally here. So before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I wanted to share a little bit about who I am because I'm sure you're going to want to know who you're listening to and just a little bit about my story and my testimony because it definitely is a part of what Armor the Home is today. I am so grateful that you guys are here listening Again, my name is Jessica, and I am the founder of Armor the Home. A little bit about me, I am married to my amazing husband, Ken. We've been married for the past 14 and a half years. We have four kiddos, and I am a homeschooling mom. And right now, we live in New Hampshire, and we've actually lived here for the past six and a half years. So Armor the Home's story is really woven into my own personal testimony. I believe that a lot of you listening are going to relate in some way with parts of my story because it came from a place of desperation and needing answers for my own life and needing healing. And at the time, the Lord was kind of showing us what spiritual warfare looked like in our own lives and home, but I we just didn't understand it. You know, I grew up Catholic, so a lot of what I was taught was religion-based. It was not about relationship. So after graduating high school, I kind of went on this journey of being lost to being found, praise Jesus. You know, I got saved at 22 years old, so I was very new to my faith. But there was still a part of me that was wrestling with a lot of things from my childhood, you know, just inner turmoil and trauma. So in many ways, I was looking for peace, even though I knew the author of peace. You know, I had a lot of people at our local church coming alongside me and praying for me. You know, I went to a lot of Bible studies. And so I thought, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do to bring peace. And although that helped, I didn't find that it was long lasting. And there was just parts of me that I didn't understand. So I was going to a yoga studio at the time. And they offered a lot of like, you know, massage, yoga and other just holistic health modalities, to be honest, like looking back now, it was a lot of new age stuff. But there was a lady there who I was able to get to know and she was a Christian, she claimed to be a Christian. But she was also what um, she called herself as a Reiki master. So for those of you that maybe don't know what Reiki is, it's a holistic alternative therapy 
that um, offers energy work. It's very much new age. I did not know it at the time because, again, this lady said she was a Christian, so I was like, okay. So when she offered um, a complimentary Reiki session, I just remember asking her what it was, and she said that it would bring healing, and it's kind of like massage, except there's no hands-on. It's all energy work. It's about getting um, things out of your your body that could bring peace you know, things, trauma could get stuck there. And so I just remember thinking, okay, I trust her. So why not? So I just remember going to a Reiki session and it was amazing. Like I remember crying during the session and it was, it was just like bringing up a lot of emotions. I felt that were stuck and it was very healing. So I thought that that was the answer that I was looking for. During that time, my husband and I were actually thinking about starting a family. I remember I was not getting a menstrual cycle for over a year. And that was actually part of the reason why I was on this healing journey as well was because physically there was things that were off. And I know at the time I was also going back to get my master's in social work. The plan was for me to become a counselor. And I also remember the Reiki master lady had asked me if I'd ever thought about like doing Reiki as my practice. And this was something that I, I had never thought about. It wasn't even on the radar. But the more that I thought about it, it intrigued me because I thought to myself, okay, if Reiki can help people like it did for me, then why couldn't I offer this as a counselor? So she actually told me that I could open up my own practice that offered Reiki and counseling. So I just remember thinking this would be the best for others to helping others with freedom and healing. So that's what I did was I actually went to my first Reiki class to get certified to help others. So guys, even though my intentions were good and I wanted to help others, I had no idea how deceived I was. I mean, the ladies at the yoga studio actually told me, hey, when you complete your hours to becoming a Reiki master, we would love to open you, open up a spot for you here at the studio for you to have your own place so that you can be a counselor who also offers Reiki. So in my mind, I thought, wow, this is amazing. All these opportunities are opening up and I had no idea what I was actually opening myself up to. So it wasn't until there was a few times where kind of the Lord brought it to my attention later that there was actually things that were following me. And if you really like study on like what Reiki is, you find out that there's spirit guides and these guides are not angels. They're not from heaven. So can you imagine who these people are? They're demonic. So um, there was one instance where I remember I was working on a friend in the studio. I had my hands on top of her head and she had asked me, hey, are your hands on my back? Because I feel hands on my back. And I said, no, they're right here. So I had my hands on her head and at the time, I remember dismissing it like, okay, maybe she's tired or I don't know what she's feeling there, but I dismissed it. 
So then the second time this happened was it was actually in our home. And I just remember at the time my husband and I were getting ready for bed. He was downstairs and I was upstairs getting ready for bed. And I remember turning off our bedroom light. And in that moment of turning off the light, I saw this dark figure in the corner of our room. And I just remember yelling. I remember yelling so loud and I like for my husband to come up. And the thing guys at the time is like, I am not someone who's scared or someone who yells like that. So he came up running into our bedroom and asked, what happened? Like he just was like, what's going on? And I just remember I was shaking. I was shaking because of what I saw. And I remember telling him, I don't know, something is in our room. And he was just like, what do you mean something is in your room? And I said, I don't know. There's something here. So he had to hold me that night for me to fall asleep because I I was for sure that I saw like a ghost. So I thought that was it. I dismissed it, guys. And then the second time this happened was weeks later. I remember the same scenario, getting ready for bed. And then I shut the lights off. And then again, this black figure showed up. And instead of screaming like I did the first time, this time, the words that came out of my mouth, I know were from the Holy Spirit. And I said, in Jesus' name, go. And it left. And I just remember being like, what? What is following me? I just remember like thinking to myself, something is not right. So I was able to piece it together. And to be honest, kind of where the veil was lifted from my eyes was when I had a dear friend of mine speak truth to me in love. Thank goodness for those friends that are bold enough to tell you like, hey, this is not good. And I had that friend who, after I told her like what was kind of going on in my life and just the new things that were happening, telling her about the Reiki, telling her about the, you know, chakras, all this, She sent me an email the next day. She was very quiet on the phone. You know, I think she was probably like, what is going on with her? But then after praying, she sent me an email basically telling me, you know, I know that this could cost us our relationship, but you matter more to me than our friendship because what you are doing is actually not from God And I just want you to look at the truth about Reiki. So in that moment, she sent me a YouTube video of a man who used to be a Reiki master. And he is no longer that. He is a Christian. And he now goes around sharing the truth about Reiki. And I watched this video, guys, and it changed my life. Because it was like the light finally came in. And I just remember falling to my knees on the floor and weeping. And I repented and I told God, I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. I don't want anything to do with this Reiki. Take it from me. And it was in that moment, I literally felt something lift off of me and it was life-changing. It was life-changing. And the next morning when I woke up, I went to the bathroom and I found out that I had started my period. Guys, this was like after a year worth of trying to heal my body and I just remember thinking this is a miracle I I cried tears of joy and I just knew that God had healed me 
and confirmed it. So I knew in that moment what I had to do was walk away from all of it, that I had to be obedient because the road that I thought was right, I was actually being very deceived. So that day I went to the yoga studio and I returned the keys to the ladies there and I told them what had happened and they kind of like smirked laughed at me and just told me I was making a big mistake. But I knew, I knew what had just happened and what took place. And I knew that I could never go back. So after all of this took place, the Lord had us on a journey of just finding out what true freedom and deliverance looks like. And it was out of that place that really one of the reasons why Armor the Home came about. Then fast forward, you know, almost two years ago, we were walking through some really tough things with one of our kids and they were having a hard time at school and even at home and just doing things that was really out of character for that person and just saying things that didn't add up. And so at that moment, the Lord revealed to us that he was training us inside of the walls of our home, that our floors were training ground because of our own freedom that we knew about and the revelation that we had, we were able to then help our kids go that were going through a hard time. And it was then that we were able to walk one of our kids through their own healing and freedom and deliverance. So Armor the Home exists to encourage, equip, and challenge moms to live a life of freedom, to protect what matters to the Lord and the home is is where everything starts if you really think about it. So this is about protecting God's original design of what the home means. And as women, we get to build our homes wisely. So this is a place for freedom, a freedom in our homes, our families, our marriages, our children, and in our own lives. It's a place of a company where you belong with other women to stand up boldly and to fight back against what the cultural norms are being thrown at us that are trying to push their agenda into our homes. So we get to say no, we get to stand up with our men and say no, this is not going to happen on our watch. And we get to fight back and we get to say this is not going to happen. We plead the blood of Jesus over our homes because our homes, guys, are training ground. It's training ground for raising up disciples. It's training ground for what the world is looking for because they're they're searching and God's original design is what is most important and it's what needs to be protected. And so as mothers, we get to stand up and say not on our watch. And there is a company of women who are rising up that are saying we are praying mamas We are praying women over our husbands, over our homes, and I am just so excited for what the Lord is going to release through this podcast. We thank you for being here. We just thank you guys and just ask um, for you to partner with us in prayer. And if you're not already engaging with us on social media, please follow our social medias on Instagram at Armor the Home or Facebook, Armor the Home. If you have any questions, you can engage with us there. But we are so excited for what's ahead. And we just thank you for being here and bless all of you.